Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 344. This time I have just a little bit more to say about Remnant from the Ashes, Subject 2923 DLC, and I decided to not wait for a second stimulus, and I picked up a new Acer Predator Helios 300, so I have some stuff to say about that, and that's it for this time. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. I have completed the quest line for Subject 2923 in about 8 hours, I would guess. And it was set on hard, as my character had like 175 hours when I started it. Because I'm sort of a completionist, so I'm going through and doing all the things and trying to get, you know, all the stuff with one character. But you can um, start the DLC with a brand new character who hadn't played... Uh, any of the other content at all before, and it will be just fine. It might be a little bit confusing if you yourself have not played through the base game, as this continues off of the lore that was set up in the base game, so it's sort of a continuation. Though knowing the lore uh, is not critical at all, really, for understanding the DLC. It will probably take people between 6 and 10 hours depending on the difficulty setting they use and the um, experience and gear on their character. There is still tons for me to find and collect in the DLC. There's not really much new to say that I didn't say before, um, at least from what I recall. I think it did just a very brief mention of it. But it basically is adding more great content on top of what is already uh, a great game. So it's pretty much more of the same. Since there are new bosses, it is adding new weapons and new mods. And so far, I've also found at least 10 new talents. I don't know how many there are total. I do know that they said they kicked up the skill total to an even thousand. I think I'm probably in the 800s now, though, so I might have them all. But you can always uh, look that up on the wiki if you are really curious. I would say, though, if you weren't really into Remnant from the Ashes before, it likely won't add anything new to change your mind, since, like I said, it is basically more of the same great game as before. However, at $10, it is a really great price, and I highly recommend it for anyone who enjoyed the base game. It really uh, can't be beaten for that. as I said at the start, I picked up a brand new Acer Predator Helios 300 laptop 
I guess uh, pretty much right around a week ago now. So it's all set up and I've had a chance to play a little bit on it. The biggest change from my previous systems that I have used over the last 11 years is that it is only a 15.6 inch uh, screen size, 17.3 inch uh, screens I've been using. I believe it is supposed to have a 17.3 inch model coming out uh, if you want to wait for that. But I've been using it basically at the same distance uh, from my eyes as the older systems. And I think this is because the higher pixel density, since it's a smaller screen, makes the image feel a little bit sharper. And so I think my eyes are sort of tricked into thinking that it doesn't really need to be closer because it is, uh, you know, sharper and easier to see. It is a noticeably smaller screen, but when I'm playing and doing stuff, I really don't notice. And to my surprise, even though I have older eyes and I do, you know, some things that involve UI and um, extra stuff around the borders of the screen that take up real estate, I was kind of expecting it to bother me. But actually, the 15-inch size doesn't really bother me. It's actually uh, pretty okay. And in most games that are pretty much not my MMO, um, it, it really isn't that noticeable of a difference. The new Acer Predator has a solid screen at 144Hz uh, refresh speed, so it's really fast. Not as fast as the faster ones right now. Uh, there are 240Hz screens and 300Hz screens coming out. Those are a decent amount more expensive though. This does also have high color accuracy. It's not uh, the total best accuracy. But again, screens with better color accuracy are also uh, quite a bit more expensive. You know, it's not really a small price tag. And I would argue even if you want, you know, the most accurate color screen, you'll probably just want to do something like set up, you know, a regular desktop monitor and, you know, outsource to that to get, you know, a bigger screen that's much more color accurate for that same price difference. Unless, you know, you 100% need to be mobile. Some reviews and some reviewers say there's too much backlight bleed, but I'm fine with it as I've had laptops over the last 11 years, so I might be uh, more used to it than other people who might be coming from a desktop system. I don't think it's too bad of backlight bleed. You know, there is some, of course, but I haven't seen, you know, any other laptops where that isn't the case. Um, but, you know, I haven't also had, you know, amazing laptops to compare to. And again, uh, you know, typically screens, which that isn't an issue on, are, you know, considerably more expensive. My model has an RTX 2060, and I was worried that might feel a little bit weaker uh, running more demanding games, which admittedly I haven't run any super demanding games. But it changed Remnant to running on Ultra, and it was running super fast. A few other games I checked had similar upgrades to ultra-level settings, so I'm pretty sure it will run uh, just fine for at least a few years, and then we'll see, you know, when the next generation of uh, more demanding games come out, see how it handles things then. But I am quite impressed uh, with the graphics, even though it is sort of considered, you know, the entry-level version of the RTX uh, 2 series. Temperatures are kind of a big problem for all manufacturers these days with this generation of laptop chips, but my little system seems to do just fine. 
Every time I've checked while gaming, the monitoring software shows that it's fine internally, even though it might feel, you know, a little bit warm to, you know, maybe a little uncomfortably warm on the outside. But that means that the fans are doing their job, uh, you know, getting the heat off of the components and, you know, out of the keyboard area and sides of the system. I think the keyboard feels fine. Uh, some reviewers have said they feel it feels a little bit too squishy for them. But it feels like my previous laptop I've had for the last six years. It's not a mechanical clicky type keyboard, that's for sure. But usually unless you're buying a laptop that's about 1500 or more, uh, you're not going to see a really great keyboard. That's usually one of the more common uh, sacrifices. But it feels, you know, pretty much just like my previous laptop and I've had uh, zero problems with it so far. It doesn't feel super squishy to me in a way that I'm uncomfortable uh, and I have uh, no problems using it. If you are looking for a solid gaming and content creation laptop in a sort of more budget range, I guess you could call it, I would highly recommend this one. The model I got was the Acer Predator Helios 300, and this is the newest uh, 2020 version. It has a new Intel 10th generation CPU, 16 gigs of RAM, 144Hz monitor, RTX 2060, and it only has a 512 gig drive. Most of these uh, sub uh, $1,400 laptops only have 512 gig. So I would recommend uh, getting an additional M2 drive to install. I got a Western Digital Black uh, one terabyte drive for, I think it was around $140. It has gone on sale, but usually it's right around that much. They have a cheaper uh, Western Digital Blue drive that for the terabyte is only about, I think, 110 So you can save a little bit of money there. It's not quite as fast, of course, but I don't think it will be... Uh, significant enough speed difference for you to really notice. But if you can eke out just a little bit more, you might want to get the nicer version and go with a black drive. One warning though, if you do get this one, and I think a few other manufacturers uh, have this kind of feature as well, it has this turbo mode button which kicks the fans to max as well as overclocking uh, the system in general. I think primarily the graphics, but I think it also does uh, some overclocking to the CPU. But what they don't tell you is that the included 180 watt power supply isn't enough power uh, to handle that. So it's draining power from the plug as well as draining power from your battery in order to uh, kick it up into this turbo mode. So you will slowly drain power while you're plugged in. And for me, I don't think that's a great option. I don't, I don't like to see my battery uh, drain down while I'm plugged in. And I didn't really see, you know, an increase in like frame rate or anything that made it feel like it was uh, worth it to me. Because it does generate a lot of extra heat. It does, you know, drain your battery down. Although supposedly it's a really slow drain and it will stop draining uh, at 40%. It won't use uh, more than that. I don't know. To me, I just left it on uh, the base settings pretty much all the time. Lately, the temperature, uh, when I was playing a few times, was pushing um, probably, I guess, 85 to 90 degrees in uh, ambient temperature, so I did kick the fans up to high, because there is a, a button in the software where you can tell it to put the fans in, like, the super fastest fan mode, which puts them uh, ridiculously loud. 
But like I said, the software showed uh, it was never running you know, too hot in terms of overall temperature. So I think it's just fine. And I'm planning on just, you know, leaving it at default settings and automatic fans and just, you know, maybe I'll occasionally check in and see if the temperature is okay. But every time I've checked, it's well within a uh, tolerable range. And that's it sort of uh, for my review of the Acer Predator Helios 300. Like I said, I like it quite a bit for 1200 uh, I think it was a really good deal. Of course, it would be nice uh, to be cheaper because there are some competitors out there that, you know, offer you uh, better things for slightly more money. But I think really, since this is a really good monitor as well as very solid parts, I think it's a really good choice uh, for the money. From the newsroom. There's a little bit of news this time. The Xbox Series X and S have both been announced. I think it's uh, releasing November 10th. The S is being sold at 300 and the X is 500 The difference is that the S targets 1440 resolution, and I think it's 120 uh, FPS, whereas the X is going for 4K resolution, or supposedly higher, and I, I would guess higher is probably just during uh, media watching. It's probably not during games, but at 60 FPS for 4K. So I think unless you already have a 4K screen or are planning on getting one very soon, and you're looking at these consoles, the S will probably be the much better deal, even though I know uh, probably most people tend to keep consoles for at least five years, and it is, you know, kind of a long time. I would say it's probably the better deal because you can always uh, upgrade later. Microsoft has been uh, very vocal about offering free upgrades of your software. So basically, you know, if you get an S and you want to get an X later on, you should be able to transfer your licenses and, you know, move to the new system, as it were, without any issues and get the benefits of, you know, all that higher uh, resolution and higher capabilities. Uh, right off the bat without having to rebuy stuff. However, I think since I am uh, primarily focused on PC gaming, probably not a lot of you are considering an Xbox console. And so I would uh, mention again, there's really no reason for a PC gamer to get one unless, you know, you have friends on the Xbox network because there's the PC Xbox Games Pass which all of the Xbox exclusive games will be playable through that. So, you know, if you have a solid gaming PC, uh, you don't really need an Xbox console. Though I will have to say I am uh, very tempted and curious about the controller uh, because the PC controller I use is pretty much ancient history. It's got a cord, which is kind of a pain in the butt, and it's an old uh, Xbox One style controller, so it's really big and really clunky. And like I said, um... And it's getting worn out due to its age. So I would be, you know, very curious about maybe uh, picking up one of the new uh, Xbox console controllers to be able to use that. And that I would de uh, definitely see <laughs> a lot of uh, PC users getting use out of. But that's really it uh, for the news. Ahoy there, and welcome to the treasure chest. We gather to thank those who surrendered booty to the rabbit. 
I'm sure we can all agree we love a little booty now and then. <laughs> the following be all the rapscallions that donated their booty. We do be thinking. Sean R. For the most generous birthday donations. Three cheers for birthdays and donations. Hip hip. Arr. Hip hip. Arr. Hip hip. Arr. So that's it uh, for this podcast. I would love to be saying that I'm recording this on the new laptop. But I don't know, for some reason the uh, USB plug is not plugging in to the new system. It plugs into my old system okay. But it looks like it's got this part, uh, when you look at the plug, you know, you're looking uh, at the inside of it. It's got this part that's like fatter than all my other USBs I'm using on my new laptop. So it's kind of like, um, is that right? It doesn't seem quite right. Maybe that's why it's not fitting. I, I don't know. Minor gripe, uh, very confusing. Might need to buy a new cable for it. That would be a pain. But I'm having a uh, super good fun time with my new laptop. My time is uh, still limited. I'm still homeless and thus um, pretty much in exile because everything is still pretty much closed. I'm going over to be outside of the library where I know there's a plug and a connection um, a couple times a week. I'm kind of hesitant to go over uh, too much because there's like a gardener guy who's kind of an ass to me sometimes. So I don't want to, you know, be too regular there or too predictable. I might uh, consider putting this into a video format. I have had a few people request that uh, a few times. Now that I have my new laptop, I can uh, record gameplay, so that is an option. But like I said, with everything uh, so limited, you know, I'm lucky to get an hour or two with my laptop a night. So I really don't know how much uh, time I would have to uh, do such a thing. Editing alone would probably be, you know, a couple hours, not even counting uh, gathering footage, etc., so I may do it, I may not. Uh, if I do, it probably would be at least a couple weeks uh, behind the audio version. But we'll see. Uh, maybe that's something to uh, consider doing. I don't know uh, what I'll talk about next time, but with a new laptop and the potential to play uh, any game, uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll find a way to get some new games. Next podcast will be, I expect, in three weeks, uh, as usual. So I guess we'll see. Um... I don't really have anything new except for Remnant, which I talked about uh, just now. But I hope everybody out there is uh, staying safe. Uh, be at home, you know, with your loved ones as much as you can. And hopefully we'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks. Bye.
compared to the 720. Recording this on my old laptop uh, because reasons, you know, boring stuff I won't get into. The new Acer Predator has a solid screen at 144 hertz. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbits ramblings dot html. When you type rabbits ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2020.